0: hallelujah yes. thank you jesus thank you jesus will you thank the lord right now for his presence for his power for the psalm is declared who is the son of man that thou are mindful of. That you visit him. Thank you, Jesus. Because you are with me, I will not fear. Because Thank you, Because you're with me. Because you're with me. Oh, Jesus. Because you're with me. fall by your side, 10,000 at your right hand, they will not come near you. Kabrakata. If the Lord be for you, if the Lord be for me, if the Lord be for us, who can come against us? Therefore no weapon form nor fashion Against you, your household, your I finances, your family, your womb shall stand, because he is with you, because and because the Elohim is he not the God who reigns over the kingdoms of the nations? Because with me. All power belongs unto him. Will you exalt him this afternoon? Will you exalt him this afternoon? Will you exalt him this afternoon? I don't know what letters you have received, I don't know what messages are on your phone. But will you declare that because the Lord is with me? Because the Lord is with me, because the Lord is with me. The Lord because is with me. Because the Lord with is with me. me, I don't know what report you have for shame. But today, will you declare? Because, because the Lord him is with me, I will not fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, will but of power fear. and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Receive power right now. Because Oh, because Elohim is here and it's for you. Because you will not fear. Oh, my kata. The Lord is not like of whom shall I be afraid? Jesus. I will not. Because you are with me. Because you're with me. Oh, because you're with me. We thank you. I'm For power and light belongs to you. Ill. You reign in the affairs of the kingdoms because of the you nations. Because How much more than with kingdoms me. of our lives. Because you are, because you're with me. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. Because you're with me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I will oh, not God. fear you are my hiding Oh, I love it. My hiding place. My safe, my safe refuge. refuge. My treasure. Oh Jesus. He will not take you to Rwanda. He will not take you to Rwanda. If you run to him, he will not take you to Rwanda. He's a safe refuge. Wherever you are. He's a safe refuge. Will you run to him this afternoon? Will you run to him this afternoon? Will you run to him this afternoon? Oh Father we thank you my treasure Lord Father be thankful you, you are yes my friend the king anointed one most holy. Somebody shouts, I will not fear seven times. I will not fear. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Because Elohim is with you. And if the Lord be for you, who... No demon, no principality, no grutu, no voodoo, no necromancy. Necromancy deals with the spirit of the dead. No ancestral limitation will be able to hold you down because he reigns in the kingdoms of the nations. And all power and might belongs to our God. The Lord set you free from every spirit of fear. The Lord delivers you from the spirit of anxiety. The Lord delivers you from the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. The bondage of fear is broken over your life in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. If you believe it, shout Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bible statisticians makes us understand there are 365 fear not do not be afraid in the bible so every day when fear seems to grip hold on you you declare i will not be afraid amen i will not be afraid because greater is he who is in me than the fear Kenneth Copeland says false evidence appearing real. Like the false evidence the devil will showcase before you as the rare thing. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will thank God for his presence. Will you bless God for his power. Will you thank God for his deliverance? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's appreciate our choir and instrumentalists. Praise God. Hallelujah. All our technical team over there giving us a fantastic sounds. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the media department making sure all of the messages are anywhere that you can find a message and a blessing to the world. Amen. It's lovely to see all of you in the house of the Lord. How have you been? I trust God you are well and keeping well. Amen. Amen. I am super excited to be here and to serve the Lord with you. It is a blessing for us to come together. Somebody say, together. In worship of our Maker. Amen. And in times like this, beloved, we need God more. Amen. We need God more. And in times like this also, we need to stick closer with him. Amen. So many things would want to take our attention and focus away from God. You see, the devil is a deceiver. The only way the devil can affect you and destroy you is to gradually take you away from the presence of God. Because whilst you are in his presence, the Bible says that he covers you like a hen covers the chicks with his wings, mighty wings. So if you are under the wings of the almighty, there is no way the enemy will be able to get to you. Because for the enemy to get to you, the enemy must first and foremost get to God first. And the enemy cannot even come close to God. Amen. So that is why the psalmist says that he is my safe refuge. Amen. Because when we run unto him, there is no way the enemy can buffet us. So the, the devil... In the example of Job, the devil tried to take Job out of the presence, the covering of the Almighty. So he appears in the presence of the Lord and says, what about Job? The Lord said, have you considered my servant Job? And Job is, uh, the devil is saying, is Job not lifting his hands and praising you because the women sing his praise at the entrance of the city? Because he's a successful businessman. Beloved, if you are a successful businessman and if if you've got some balances in your bank account or you've got some figures to your name in your bank account, it is very easy to praise God. It is very easy to worship God. So Job is doing all of this because his business is booming. He is a successful businessman. I mean, his children are doing well. His business are doing well. And he is very charitable. In fact, the ladies, the people in the city, they sing of his praise at the entrance of the city. So he is doing well. He has no need He has no stress. There's no pain in his life. So it is very easy for him to lift up holy hands and worship God and say that he is a child of God. But what if all these things are taken away from him? You see his true character. If you want to know the heart of a man, give him money, worth, and give him power. You say you are humble when you are poor. Let's give you some money and see if you are humble. Amen. So the enemy tried to take the power and the wealth from him to get that covering out of his life but Job did not serve God because of what he had. Amen. I said Job did not serve God because of the blessings. And many of us sometimes we get the blessings and we disappear. Amen. But Job served God for who he is. Whether he had the blessings or not, he knew that how far God has brought him. He is faithful. And whether business booms or business does not boom, whether children are alive or children are not alive, one thing he knows, that God has not deserted him. It is very easy when you lose things that you love or when you pray for things and it appears it it hasn't manifested. It is very easy to just forget about God and do your own thing. It is very easy to, to just try and help God for the things he said he would do. Amen. But Job showed us the way that God is a safe refuge. So the enemy wanted to take him out from his place presence of God so that he would destroy his life. But even in his lack, in his want, in his pain, Bible say Job did not curse the Lord. Amen. And because his heart was steadfast in the God in whom he has trusted, the Lord restored him. Today, may the Lord restore you. Everything that appeared to have gone out of your life. May Elohim restore you. May the Lord restore your life, your marriage, your health, your education, your finances, your career, your status, everything pertaining to you. He had already declared in the book of Joel. That he will restore all the wasted years. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We want to bring a concluding part of becoming effective witness. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. Reading from verse number 17. Hallelujah. I'll pick it up from the verse number 16. Hallelujah. 17, 18, and 19, 20, 21, 22. Praise God. For if I merely preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast about. For I am compelled, somebody say compelled, Compelled, that is, absolutely obligated to do it. How many of us feel compelled to share the good news? Amen. It is not chi. sarah, sarah. Uh, the other time, uh, I received a WhatsApp message and it said that if prayer is your job, will you still be employed? Amen. If prayer is your job, will you still have a job? In other words, are you praying? Amen. So if prayer is your job, COVID or no COVID, you'll find a way to pray. Amen. So the Bible is saying that, as a matter of fact, Paul is saying that it is not just preaching for preaching's sake. Amen. It is not just preaching or just declaring like we have just come here. It, It has become, for some of us, it's a tradition. Every Sunday we've got to come to church. Praise God. And when we come to church on Sundays, it, it, it is just a, a socialization. But here, it is not about socializing, praise God. It is not just about coming to just sit with people we haven't seen for the whole week. It is not just holding a microphone here and just talking to you as you sit down, praise God. But he is saying that it is not just the preaching, this we do, it is not just merely a job or vocation for us that we can just pride ourselves about. Praise God. For I am, somebody say, I am. He invoked the I am factor in Christ. Amen. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. That is my name. Praise God. Moses said, if the elders, what should I tell them? Say, the I am that I am sent me to you. So here he's invoking the I am factor in this that unless the Lord be with you, you see this as a socialization. You see people perishing and you are partying about. Amen. Some of us, when we even hear somebody is come to the kingdom of God, we are upset because we don't like them. When we hear God save your enemy, you are angry because you want them to go to hell. How many of us prayed our enemies go to hell? You'll be surprised. Some people, that's their prayer. For what this man has done to me, Let them perish in hell. Paul did one for this guy who troubled him in one of his missionary journeys uh, with souls. And he just surrendered him to God for all the pain he has caused him in the ministry. But beloved, beloved, We've, we've got to allow God to work with us through this if we have to become effective witness. Witnesses for Christ. Amen. You see, he's not boasting about himself. But he says that, for I am, he invoked the I am factor in Christ, Compel—that that is absolutely obligated. So he has not got no choice. Because it says that God came to save sinners for which he himself was a chief of all sinners. So how can he neglect such a great salvation? Why can he sit down and say, Sarah, Sarah, if God will save them, God will save them? But I say, I am obligated. I don't have a choice to sit down while souls are perishing. Praise God. So what? What to me if I do not preach the good news of salvation. I remember when we were growing up, we go to Sunday school, they say good news, and we respond, Christ died for me and you. Praise God. That, that is the good news. That is the essence of the kingdom. That Christ The son of the living God, the the, the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, came in a human form. He took away his divinity and took on human character. And he died just because he loved you and he loved me. Amen. To see us perish. So last week we touched on John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave not several of his sons but the only one. Like the only one. Just see Abraham with the only child. God says, "Offer that child to me." The Isaac offering. Beloved, if you have ten and you offer one, it is easy. Nothing. But if you only have one and you are to give that one, it's not easy. It's not easy. Can you imagine you've got a hundred pound you have budgeted for maybe iPhone 14? And the Lord said, that is the hundred pound I need. You will negotiate with the Lord. Why should I give this when I've I've got plans for my it is not easy. But if you've got thousands and the Lord is asking for a hundred, you don't even think about it. So God, is it only a hundred you want? Take it, take it. Amen. But he's saying that woe is me, in other words, the great salvation I have received, if I sit and do nothing about it, woe is me. In other words, what is peace will not be his portion. So what I want us to know from this scripture is that it is not what will be, will be if God will save them, God will save them. But I say, I am obligated to do what? To preach the good news of the salvation of Christ. Beloved, I don't think this was only for Paul's case. I believe if we call ourselves Christians and believers, if we call ourselves born again, we are also obligated. Somebody say, I am obligated. We are compelled to share the good news of the cross. Now we have reduced the kingdom of heaven into money. Amen. Into many prosperity, uh, big houses. Big cars, big watches, and all of that. But now, if you're not wearing those things, we, we don't see you blessed. Amen. We don't, so we are doing all sorts of things to acquire those things, but without God. All these things are good if God has given them to you. God prospers his people. In fact, he gives us the power to create wealth. So prosperity comes from God. He said, oh, Psalm 66 says, he said, you have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through the, all those things. but you, God brought us also into a worthy place. So wealth comes from God. He gives his people. But it is not because of that we come to him. It is a byproduct of serving the Lord. So he's saying that after we have received such a great salvation, what is me if I don't preach not prosperity, but the good news of salvation? We all need salvation. Even the saved ones, we still need salvation. So Paul admonishes us to Work on our salvation with fear and trembling. Least we lose it. Amen. Are we understanding this? So when you feel compelled to do a thing, nobody tells you to do it. Amen. If you feel compelled to work in the house of God, nobody tells you to do it. I saw when uh, Dickness, Nana was under the anointing. I saw Francis. He is not a worker in the house. But he quickly moved there to support. What does that tell us? He doesn't have to have a title and usher or worker, but he's in his father's house. He felt moved and compelled to do something, to, to help in the house of God. When you feel compelled, to go about your father's business, you don't need your pastor to tell you to do it before you do it. Are you with me? That is what obligation does to you. You don't wait to be told to sing before you sing. So when you feel compelled, when you feel obligated to do a thing, you don't need to be told because you are about your father's business. Amen. So it is not just Sarah, Sarah, what to be will be. What is compelling you? What is moving you? In your life, what is moving you? What makes you take? The world will say. Amen. Does the presence of God move you? Does the name of Yahweh move you? When you see a loss, so does it move you? And sometimes it is not just being unbelievers, our own family members, do they move us? To believe God for their salvation. To, to seek God. To share the good news. To let our life be an example to them. Praise God. Are you letting your life be an example to your family? Or they see you and they don't want to even know Christ. Sometimes we come to church dressed in our Sunday best praise God. But when we open our mouth after church, you wonder where we have come from. And sometimes even our attitude and behavior to others move people away from this great salvation. But you see, when you are compelled To share this great news, you will not bruise the harvest, neither will you kill the harvest. Praise God. You will not bruise the harvest, nor kill the harvest. Verse number 17. Are you receiving something? For if I do this work of my own free will, then I have a reward. But if it is not of my my will, but by God's choosing, I have been entrusted. Somebody say entrusted. With a sacred stewardship. And this is why the church goes wrong. Sometimes we think that my voice is my own thing. I choose to sing when I want to sing. My skill, my talent. We don't know that God has entrusted us with those giftings and ability. That we are just stewards. Steward is somebody who watches over a thing. Amen. He's a caretaker. So we are caretakers, even the money that God has blessed us with. It is not our own. Even though you went to work and you made that money, or you receive an inheritance, or your father or mother just gives you those blessings because they are blessed. You become a steward of everything that you have. What do we have that we did not receive? Amen. Everything we have, we received it. We did not just create it by our own. So, when you understand the principle of stewardship, you not handle your talent and ability and giftings anyhow. Praise God. But this is steward. I mean, we are entrusted. With this holy stewardship. So whatsoever that we find to do for kingdom, it is entrusted unto us. In other words, God is making a boast about us and has given us talent and ability. And he knows that we will not just bury our talent, but we will do business with our talent. How many of us, under the sound of my voice, are doing business with the talent that God has given you? But now the pastor has to chase you. To even come for rehearsals. Beloved, you have no idea the blessing to be able to sing when your voice is clear. Amen. Praise God. Are you receiving something for today? So becoming effective witness, it is not about what to be will be, but we have to feel the, the compulsion or holy compulsion from God. Say, I am obligated. When you feel obligated, beloved, in the bus, in the tube, in Snapchat, in, on Facebook, on WhatsApp, you find a way to communicate and to present the, the good news of salvation to your followers. Amen. So we are stewards. So, you know, last week we shared about the madman Jesus cast the demons away from him and um, the guy wanted to follow him when the headsman said to Jesus to leave town and Jesus said that, no, just stay in town. And tell your townmates what the Lord has done for you. And I said, you don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a bishop. You don't need to have a microphone. You don't need to have all these things to be able to be a good steward. Amen. Becoming effective witness is simply telling what the Lord has done for you. So Paul is feeling compelled. Because when he looks into his life, the, the, the mercy God has shown him, he cannot stay quiet. He cannot stay silent. But he feels that if God saved him for such a time as this, it was not just for him to add to the numbers in the church. But it is his responsibility to also run with the message. That those who were like him can be transformed and be like him. Because before then, he was a persecutor. And now, he is now the, the, the good news carrier. So, there are many persecutors out there who are waiting to take us out. But they need to hear the good news of the kingdom. Amen. So, beloved, it is not, oh, I don't know the scriptures. No, I'm not a deacon. I'm not a dickness, I'm not a leader in the church. Praise God. Reaching out is not for leaders. Amen. It is our responsibility. If we have received salvation, we have to share. The same message we have received to others. The good news. Christ died for you and for me. That we will not perish, but receive eternal and everlasting life. Amen. What then is my reward? Just this. That when I preach the gospel, the good news... I may offer the gospel without charge to everyone so as not to take advantage of my right as a preacher and apostle in preaching the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to everyone so that I may win more. so that I may do what I may reign more for Christ not for church not for denomination but for kingdom amen what is he trying to encourage us about what is he trying to he's sharing his life experience with us that even though he is a free man he chooses where he goes He chooses what to wear. He chooses what to eat. He chooses what he must say. But he became a slave to many that he will bring them to liberty. That them that are held captive, them that are slaves. Because if you don't enter into the mind of a slave person, you cannot reach out to them. Amen. Because if you are a free man, you will never understand the the bond person. So Paul is not staying as a free man to just enjoy his liberty with the free. But he became a slave so that he can understand the slavery mentality. How do they think? And how can they be set free? What do they need? What has kept them in this place? What is keeping them slave? Slave to sin, slave to all things, slave to everything. What is keeping them? Maybe somebody went in because their father was a slave and he went to replace them. Maybe there is a price for them to pay to be free. But if you are outside, you never know and you just blame them. But I say, for the, though I'm a free man, I did not use my freedom to infringe on others' liberty. But I entered and lived among the bond and the slaves so that I will win many for Christ. So that He will do what? He will preach the good news of salvation. So that He will become a witness. Amen. And these days, what do we use our freedom to? We use our freedom to abuse people. We use our positions and title to abuse people. We use our riches to abuse people. Instead of using it to liberate, set the captives free. Share the good news. We abuse the position and the titles that God has graced us with. Forgetting that it is a sacred stewardship that God has entrusted to us. To the Jews, I became a Jew so that I might When some, Paul is saying that to the Jew, I became a Jew. So that I might win the Jews for Christ. To men under law, I became. So, what does that tell us? In order to be effective witness, you cannot... Disassociate yourself from the person or the people you want to reach. You know, I've been to rural evangelism in Ghana before, praise God, and we've been to very remote villages. And you go, I mean, you come from the city, you, 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 you drink posh water. Sometimes uh, water bottle is posh package and stuff like that. You go to the village and the, 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 the pot in which they will bring the water and the calabash in which they will serve you with. You look at that thing and say, I can't drink this. But how do you tell them God loves them? When you don't love them. Because out of what they have, they want to share with you. And we say, no, 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 no. I mean, no, I can't take this. And sometimes you just have to close your eyes. And take it so that you you have affinity with them. You have not rejected them. So that they will also not reject your message. That is all Paul is trying to tell us. Amen. That you cannot separate yourself from their people. But you don't also become them to be like them. Amen. You don't become like them to be like them. He became them. In other words, he understood them. He learned them their ways, to understand their psyche, to know how to communicate their good news to them. Amen. To know how to communicate the good news to them, but not the other way around, so that their purpose and their aim was to reign some So how, in your daily works of life, in your daily activities, how have you incorporated the good news so that at least by all means, you will win some for Christ? Hallelujah. To the weak, I became... As the weak. To win the weak. Beloved, that is powerful. Because the weak doesn't need the strong to push them down. The weak need the strong to pull them up. But sometimes when you go and and flex your muscles, they might even run away from you so i said to the weak i also became fragile so that they would they will accept me and once they give me access into their closed doors i'll be able to tell them the love of christ you know sometimes when you witness to somebody maybe you travel far And you forget your comfort and you you get to them. The The sacrifice you make sometimes brings them to their knees to accept the good news. Why have you loved me this much that you have left all your comfort? You have left everything to come to my level. To sit, to, to disturb your comfort zone. To sit with me and to tell me you travel all the way to come and tell me that God loves me. And I can have eternal life. That I don't have to live in fear. That I don't have to live in pain. That God can restore me. Beloved, when we show that love, realize that it has to come out of love. It is a love that obligates us because we have first received such great love. It is that love that compels us to those strong, appear weak to the weak, that we may win them. So together, we become strong. Are you receiving something? So becoming effective witness, it is not just shouting out to people. But understand people where they are at. There are people who are in church who are not in church. Some people will tell you that we stay too long in church here. And that's two hours. Amen. But people come to the presence of God, they receive peace. They receive comfort. They receive joy. Somebody is struggling from home. You don't know what is chasing after them. They come just because you want to. You have given God one hour. So service goes 15 minutes over. You are angry. One day, God just opened my eyes and said, son, what if I'm in the operating theater, having finished, I've just opened you up and working on you, and I decide that time is up, so I'm just leaving. So we all come to surgery. When we come to church, we are like in a surgery. God is working on us. Let's allow God to perfect his work. Let's allow God to do that which he needs to do. And not just limit him by chronology. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. But God loves you. God loves us. Let's love one another. Let's love God. Let's not limit ourselves for what God can do with our lives. And let's be effective witness. Beloved, there is nothing compares to the presence of God. You have no idea what has transpired in this service today. Praise God. Nothing compares to be in the presence of God. Beloved, let's be compelled. Like I said, many of us, we need to reach to our families. We need to reach to our friends who were in church, but now they are not here. Praise God. And the giftings God has given us, let us know our area of operation, Where God has planted us for us to flourish. That our giftings will make room for us. Praise God. Did you receive something for today? Hallelujah. Because you are with me. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are, lift up your hands to the Lord. I don't know this time what the Lord wants to do with you. But I hear in my spirit that says the Lord, I am not done yet. The Lord wants to touch you right now. He wants you to feel that he is with you. He wants to throw his arm around you. The Lord wants to breathe upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Kabrakata, Ye Manebros, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you because, Father, thank you. because you are with, with me. me. Because you are with because me. With yeah, now let's close the service. Because you're with me. Thank you, Jesus. Will somebody thank the Lord right now? In Jesus' name, will you put your hands together for the Lord and bless, and bless His holy name? And bless His holy name. And bless His holy name. Oh, and the instrumental is amazing. Let's appreciate them. Let's appreciate them. What a blessing! What a blessing! What a blessing! What a blessing! What a blessing. What a blessing. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Oh, whatsoever that you do is permanent in the name of Jesus. Amen. I wish we can continue service. Amen. Hallelujah.